Welcome, you fine folk. You're about to listen to one of the most dynamic recordings ever. Why? Because creativity, beauty, and storytelling run loose in the time where those things are needed. We're a Connecticut-based podcast playing Dungeons and Dragons in various basements across our state. Welcome to Dungeonetics. In our previous episode of Dungeonetics, we broke a city wall and crashed a gate, allowing an army of 500 to invade. It's all about an alliance, an allegiance, and control of a territory to stop a war. How many must die to make sure that the realm is safe? Now, faced with an opportunity to gain more members of the Free Talon, Skeet, Duffin, Sir Rogar, Oats, and Pawjammers become heroes once again. How will we take the keep? When will we take the keep? And when we get there, whose head will roll? Listen in and enjoy Dungeonetics. Six plus three, nine damage, plus... Uh, My insight eight. is a uh, oh, 1D, or uh, 2D8 rated I'm damage. Proud. Uh, so nine plus seven, 16 damage. Ooh. Right between the ears. Your, your sword glows with radiant energy as it comes down, striking. And you can just hear his armor crunching under the blow. Then It didn't find a weak spot. It made a weak spot. The knight grunts, returning a blow for 14 points of damage. I'm down again. Oh, he's running. He's like, soldiers, for the count! As he runs away. Skeet. All right, so I guess I can't sneak attack on this one, but nope. I still get advantage, right? No advantage. No, because of the roll. The... Oh, yes, because of you're inspired by the yeah. oncoming soldiers. So I'm going to try to aim for the weak point with the rapier. Okay. And... You do get sneak attack. If you have advantage, you have sneak attack. Oh, okay. All right. So I forgot that you got it from the cheers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, two twenties. <laughs> Uh, so how do you kill him? Huh? Yeah. How do you kill him? Oh. Describe his death. Okay. Describe so, his imminent demise. So I, I literally just leap up. I anchor the rapier into the weak point of his ar- of his armor, and I jab the dagger straight into his throat and like slit all the way fucking through. All right, you just leap onto his chest and open up his throat. Uh, he doesn't even have a. A prayer to survive that. I uh, damage anyway. 
<laughs> you can you can roll your damage. Your damage is uh, uh, 2d8 plus 46. So that would be 15, 24, <laughs> 33, 38 damage. Yeah, he had. Yeah, forget <laughs> cutting the throat. You literally just took his head off, man. Like, it's like a football flying through the air. Not today, rabbit. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was at me, so that's why he was uh, making a tactical withdrawal. And then I screamed to the rest of the minions. I say, drop your weapons and we'll spare your lives. So the other, there's only four of them, uh, basically uh, just throw down their weapons. And uh, Oats comes over and uh, gives you a bottle of potion. Of you do notice that uh, when his 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 like the as you're standing over him, you notice that the uh, the knight's uh, greatsword is is glowing. It went out when you removed the sanguishman. Um, do we have a catapult at all in within the, the ranks or no? Uh, you probably do outside in the siege. I'd kind of, I'd, I'd kind of like to collect his body and his head and load it into the catapult oh, to launch geez. it over the into the keep. We'll see if he's got any. Yeah, uh, search the body first. Yeah, we will. Because he's the one that was around when the uh, zombies were. Yeah. So well, I'll he was. Yeah, was he was one of the. He he's basically second in command for the count. <laughs> I will he's search the, count. the body, but after that, I want to load him into the catapult and send. Yeah. So he's wearing plate mill that has. Uh, a nasty gash from when he was smelt here, and a few puncher shots where he was stabbed. Uh, and uh, like I said, he, he has uh, his greatsword that, uh, while bloodied from extracting blood from our Dragon Knight, yeah. um, when he was alive, it shed light. Okay. Um, it hasn't since he, he died. Okay, oh, so, so it's I'm like going, enchanted. I'm going to grab. Both those things. I'm going to drag the great sword over while I'm limping on my bum ankle, and I'm going to throw the great great sword right at his feet, and then I'm just going to drag the rest of the body to the catapults. Okay. All right. So coming over o over the rubble is uh, his constable, Constable Hallmath, and he sees you. He's like, "Well, Met, it seems you kept yourself busy, as always." Yeah, you can hear the battle and the sounds of battle are moving closer and closer to the keep. As constable, where's the closest catapult I want to load this body in? <laughs> uh, Send a message. Absolutely. Uh, it will take us time to roll one of our siege weapons in. Uh, we don't charge the walls with them. Uh, but we are currently securing... He, he barks some orders to one of the soldiers to his side and he's like, why don't you, the group of you, come with me and uh, let's take a rest before we plan the uh, the breaching of the keep. Yeah, I could use a short rest. I like that yeah. idea. Or a long, or a long one. one. Yeah, a long one's good too. Yeah. And he, he, he brings you into the gatehouse. He's like, I don't know, but the group of you, I've been impressed by the scaled company, but you, you small few seem particularly special. How many of these soldiers do you think you took? We lost count. We stopped counting around 11, right? Somewhere around there. I'm like, I'm counting on my hands, but they're bare paws, so it just looks like, you know. <laughs> like, funny. Rrr, 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 rrr. You feel bad? 
like well, it would have been more than that. If your group ever tires of the company, Lord Grafton would be more than willing to uh, offer you guys work. Likewise. I rub my bare paws together. <laughs> Skilled company would be honored to have you. He... <laughs> so he, he, he goes over. Yeah, you, you get back uh, both your wild shapes when you short rest. Excellent. And you probably want to turn back into your normal farms. All right. Because okay. otherwise you won't be able to recover any of your other hit points. Wait, I you, know. It's so much fun to just always be a back. Are we doing a short or a long? No, this is a short rest. Oh right. man, so I don't get anything back. Oh, there might be a there might be a, a medic in the company that could get us. Well, I don't I don't get more. Um, for my... the other the greatsword is a moon touched greatsword. Ooh. Touched greatsword. So it it counts as magical. Um, however, uh, it is uh. It, it it doesn't have like a plus to hit, uh, okay. but when you when you draw it, it creates uh, fifteen feet of light around you. Okay, uh, so so it'd be good in like caves and. Stuff. And if if you fight a creature that uh, take is weak that, that needs like uh, a magical weapon to hit it, okay. it still works. So it like just, werewolves. And what about like a creature that's used to, you know, like total darkness, like under dark creatures would it give like. A no, it's not. It's not. You know? It's not that bright to okay. blind them, but it's enough that people that don't have dark vision can see around themselves. Okay. And so, um, am I the only one that could hold it? Uh, I think you're the only one that would use it. That's why I dropped it at your feet. But you wouldn't be able to use a shield with it. That's fine. Yeah, I have a, I have, I have a clip set on my back here that holds my shield. Okay. Cool. Oh, so he's not quite big enough to use a two-handed sword as a one-handed sword? Then? No one can. No one can? No. Uh, two-handed sword. You could, uh, large creatures. Yeah, if, if you have to Well, yeah, if you're if you're not a medium-sized creature, yeah. If it was like a Goliath, maybe. No, two-handed swords are still two-handed uh, swords. And you actually have to be like 12 feet tall. Well, yeah, th this, uh, this sword is, if he sets it down, yeah. it probably comes up to here. Oh, okay. Like, wielding that with one hand would be... Uh, so uh, problematic. So I, I basically turned to him and I say, if you if you're going to use it, use it. If you're going to sell it, make sure you split it with the company. Oh, absolutely. Um, what I might even try to do is see, see if we can get a blacksmith to um, get the enchantment onto my current weapon. That may be difficult, but you can try. Or you could you would it be possible to get a blacksmith to reduce the size down without killing the enchantment? Uh, you'd have to look into that. It's not not an easy easy task, but you'd probably need uh, some magic along with it. Um, in addition, um, his guy is able to identify. So your eye potion Thank you. is a potion of clairvoyance. Oh. So I can read the thoughts of other people. You can see where you can't see. So you basically like, you could drink it and you can see as if you're in like a nearby room or something. Oh, or it, it basically, oh, it basically casts the spell. <laughs> yeah. It casts clairvoyance, the spell. 
Or if someone shoots you in the ass, you can actually inspect the wound without someone helping you. Or I can yeah. use it to cheat at cards for an absolutely stellar hand. That would be pretty damn good. You could do that as well. You could, you could look into Morally. the You could look into the keep capital number of. Uh, so you basically, uh, you create an invisible sensor within the range. Within the range is. Within, within range, where is the fucking range? One mile. Within one mile of you, in a location familiar to you, a place you have visited or seen, and the sensor remains in place for 10 minutes, uh, and you can choose either seeing or hearing, and that sense in the local gets replaced by what the sensor is detecting. Hmm. We could just try to find a potion of, of like permanent growth. I mean, then, I, then I'll just swing it around. <laughs> You'll be just giant growth. It'd be to hide, hard to hide me after that. A potion, a potion of permanent enlargement. Yeah. Just, just my uh, my sword arm. Yeah. Definitely. And then uh, potion of big just, power. Just so the potion that Rocky has is uh, the potion of fire breath. Oh. And your potion is the potion of climbing. Potion of climbing. You're way off. Way off. That's the one with the, the stone. The, 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 the stone. layers. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was yeah. a stone skin potion. That's what I thought. That's why I took it. Because I'm like, dude, I'm a dwarf. I, that's right up my alley. But, I, you know, honestly, though, as a dwarf, I could see myself needing the extra help climbing if I can't shift into something that needs to climb. Yeah, with your uh, cool stubby arms and legs. Yeah. We may need the climbing to get into this key top floor if you know what I mean so is so is there like a a description of like what exactly it gives is there is that like spider climb no so it's not like the spell no it's not like a spell so what does it do it allows you to climb okay but I mean you get a climbing speed equal to your walking speed for an hour oh okay all right, that helps. I gotta say, Hunter's Mark definitely uh, enhances the whole sneak attack thing quite a bit. Oh, Hunter's Mark is <laughs> it's like, is a great. It's brutal. That that was a really good choice for you to pick, <laughs> because it and you also got a lot of criticals because yeah, the criticals. Yeah, last roll was ridiculous. Like, the criticals along with sneak attack and Hunter's Mark, uh, add an enormous amount. Yeah. So as his group is like basically identifying your magic, he waits for those guys to. Get out of the earshot, and now in the gatehouse, it's just the group of six of you. There's like one thing I wanted to hear. You know, you've been in the valley for less than a fortnight. How is it that the group of you guys found the air when no one else could? Who's asking? Uh, the constable. Hell no. The air. The air. Well, we I actually just don't uh, know we, we, we just operate differently, I guess. We just... <laughs> well, God just made us different. I'm gonna go out on the limb here. We we don't. When we were given our orders, we did not all go yeah, exactly. to the one directive. Yeah. We sent out scouts to other areas because we were suspicious of our employer. And the information that we obtained through that was invaluable. Yeah, this is impressive. You guys 
beyond your killing of enemies. Uh, accomplish stuff that people that have been looking to find the line of Enduran were unable to succeed what you guys did in less than a fortnight. If I may, because it is quite a bit of a concern in our company here, um, how did you hear about the air? Well, you told Lord Grafton, and Lord Grafton and I don't share any secrets. I am his right-hand man, and he informed me that you guys had located the air so, and were trying to rally support around them to undermine the count. The so, yes. plan to establish the air and Lord Grafton as the uh, guide for his ascendance. Well, it was not Lord Grafton. Lord Grafton is the guy that came with the count and then defected when he uh, found out there was shenanigans. Well, uh, it's well, the other well, Lord well, Ingram well, is going to be regent for the air. Yeah. So. I'm hesitant to share information because you were at one point aligned with the Count. Oh, I, I have no uh, designs on finding the heir. I understand the the uh, less people that know his physical location, the better, until we are in a stable enough configuration that uh, the uh, his physical location may inspire the people. Okay, well, I'm, with that being said, I believe our plans if everybody else also agrees is to keep pressing the, the, the propaganda campaign and drum up enough support and at which point we will reveal there. That sounds sounds like a solid plan to myself. Uh, you traveled. Hesitancy over here. I, yeah, so. um, listen. Yeah, okay, so when I said everything went swimmingly, it, it if I keep on doing what I'm doing, someone's going to come from my head. Well, we're not going to use just you. So I sent that correspondence. You don't have to be the I, only one spreading the word. Fair, and now that you say that, I assume if you squeeze the, 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 the building... I, I, I pat you on the back yeah, and I say, the, uh, don't yeah, worry, the town's hall speaker about the building. We have your back. Um, All right. Uh, Lothar <laughs> um, is, as we always might have. be someone to help me with there the are sword. Spies. That's, um, and then uh, Penelope uh, was going to help spread the word. With okay. Spies no, you haven't heard back. I the Empire to... <laughs> I'm just giving up the ghost right now. Okay. Uh, there, information. there are spies employed by the Empire to... Make sure that this message doesn't really get out too far. And truth be told, by uh, I'm gonna have to do some bullshit performances to keep on the down and low. Okay, but just you, well, you, could, you could hire other bars to do your work. Oh, he's already convinced other bards and taught other bards his song while he was in town. Okay. So we, we, we can pull you out of it and what we can do is we can make up you know some kind of like flyers that we spread around cities you know. We can put you into the bardic protection program. Flyers. 
Yeah. Fires, not fire. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you can just throw you into the fire. <laughs> Problem solved. Um, okay, I, 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 the, the, uh, obviously, I'm just concerned about waking up without a tongue. Uh, they make potions for Ah, uh, yeah, I know, but I don't feel like regrowing another appendage. That ex <laughs> Anyway. I'm just concerned we need to be a little bit more cautious around performances, at least if I can have one of you guys whenever I do my biz. That would be uh, nice. Well, absolutely. Just uh, maybe we won't do it like a politically charged... There's another way to get the message to the common folk. True. Graffiti. I know graffiti. Yeah. It's a popular enough song. Yeah. Other bars song. will other bars will sing Not when the they song. see the moon. Let's, so are, are you in, are you talking movies. are you talking about the Imperial agent with in the room with Hallnath? I absolutely am talking about the Imperial agent. Right. Hallnath is like you met one of the eyes. They suggested that they were That does uh, complicate things, uh, but it would be foolish to think that the eye was not interested in what uh, technically, you know, the valley is a providence uh, ruled by the Imperium. To think that they would not be concerned about a full-fledged uh, civil war, for lack of a better term, in one of their providences is kind of foolish on our part. Did they tell you <coughs> what they were planning, if anything? They basically told me they didn't care who took care of the realm as long as the uh, emperor, right, was uh, still established in the order. And wanted me to use my unique set of skills to encourage others to believe in his or their I really don't know anything about this goddamn effort to be honest so he, what she. you know what you know from background yeah. of the emperor is the reason why this happened now and the reason why no one thought anything was really gonna the emperor the emperor wasn't going to make any rash movements the empire itself is not in a hot war but it's in a cold civil war um, the last emperor died. Uh, his son declared himself emperor, but someone else declared themselves emperor. So, in the southern lands, there is one emperor, and in the heartland of the empire, there is another empire. They haven't started fighting yet, but it's inevitable. And they didn't think the empire... because. Otherwise, if the Empire sent, like, two or three legions, they would completely crush any resistance from the Val. Okay. So, it almost seems like whoever instigated this did it at the timing for a particular reason. Because they, they didn't intend much of a response from the Emperor. So, it, it sounds to me that the Empire might already have its hands tied regardless of what we do because yeah, so they, they, if somebody sends a force to dispatch of us 
that leaves them open to attack from the other faction. So they the they may be hoping to retain their integrity with ways other than soldiers. They're basically using subterfuge to control you. Interesting. That's that's my thing. Okay. All right. Still is that yeah. As you guys are talking, he's like, one last thing. You said you guys were around the valley, and uh, I will assume, since I heard words, that there were newcomers in our lands from their town council that you guys may have been involved with what happened at... Uh, Pickhurst? Yes, oh, in Pickhurst. I, uh, I stayed wh whistling and, and looking. Pickhurst. Pickhurst. Ring bell. Pick a hearse, any hearse. It was, uh, which one? Which cross was the village you guys went to? Go! So you claim not to have been there, but uh, do you have any? Uh, I can say I was not personally there. So fair enough. <laughs> I don't. I didn't hear any word of the rat man there, so I believe that. But he's the constable of Pickers. Yeah. So they heard that there was uh, their council told them that you know there was a murderer outside the tree, and then a group of people. Uh, went to one of the groves and defended it for the town. So these people do sound quite heroic, and as your group, I uh, just anticipated after you guys said you sent out scouting parties that it might have been you. Perhaps. Uh, ask one of the other talents. Maybe they... Maybe, but... Yeah, I said we just admit to it at this point. <laughs> I was just curious what you... What you thought of the uh, the cult of the graft? Very troubling. From the reports that I heard, I hear there's trouble within the cult. Yeah. And, uh, after personally watching one of our own people turn into an undead after shaking one's hands, I can't say I'm... Uh, no, that wasn't part of the graft. That, oh, was, that's, that was the harbinger. Oh, the harbinger. Okay, never mind. Right. Or that was the, no, that was the guy. The, 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 the graft people are the people that have tattoos. Oh, the so, people. Uh, of the tree. So, yep. And they so, worship the tree in the wisdom. So I say, uh, I basically say, from the reports I have, there was an, a member of the order that was trying to uh, either sabotage or or bring the order into the hands of the harbinger. This is troubling. Well, I was just curious. The well, he he pulls up his sleeve and reveals yeah. a tattoo of the tree. Oh, okay. Well, and now there's two. And we say there was just one that was exiled by the wisdom after a fight that, that was encountered by our people. Yeah, the outsider. Delphine, you were there, right? I was. And you know Avanya, right? Yes. She seems trustworthy enough. And our purposes for the moment are aligned, I believe. I'd like to think that she could be counted on, as far as I can tell. Does Vanya know of the Silver Dive Market? She does. I'm not sure if she knows 
This is unsponsored content. The CT Ska Production presents a fun event coming up this March 10th, 2023. It's Danny Rebel in the KGB, the Copacetics, Lama Tsunami, and our very own featured drop party, which you're listening to probably right now, at the Scottish Dave's Pub. It's 24 East Main Street in Clinton, Connecticut. Doors at 8, only $15. Let's be honest, guys. Come for the putting it down and stay for the picking up, picking up, picking up. Thank you. Done genetics. You may not think of flu as a serious disease, but complications can lead to severe illness, hospitalization, and even death. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends everyone six months and older get a flu vaccine every year. Vaccines are available at doctor's offices, pharmacies, and local health departments. Protect yourself and your loved ones this flu season. Get a flu shot today. Learn more at cdc.gov slash fight flu. As you guys, you guys are chatting, it's, it's been uh, a little over an hour. Um, you can hear some some loud shouting and uh, so a commotion from down the street. The uh, constable gets up, opens the door, and you see he pulls his sword. He's like, "Quickly now! We've breached the keep." I guess I don't get my kettle. <laughs> So you guys start running along. Uh, you see there is evidence in the courtyard of a, a brief battle. Um, you make it that the keep door is open. Uh, who has the highest passive perception? Passive plus three. Yeah, blustering 11, sir. Wait. No, it's passive. Yeah, I have 17, so that gives me a plus three. So you notice, as you guys are running by, the gate, uh, the door to the keep, isn't busted open. It was open. Like, from the inside? I uh, relay that information or that observation I've made to the rest of the party. They detect foul play. The gate has uh, been open from within the keep itself. So no four signs of entry. No. You need it my feet out. They nice. opened it for us. This looks like a ball sack. It does kind of. That, kind of like a that's little the shaft ball is the hairy like grundle. A, a, a shaft with some band-aids on it. Like yeah. you had shaving accident. <laughs> on the shaft. <laughs> that was a botched circumcision there. Yeah. <laughs> but that looks that person who looks uncircumcised. Yoinks and doinks. <laughs> Alright, so you guys race up. Uh, along the way, you see a few soldiers uh, dead uh, along the stairs. Uh, you guys breach uh, into the Great Hall. You see in the Great Hall, you, see you come up behind uh, the constable that you were talking with, Helneth. He has uh, six soldiers with him. 
Um, and you see on the far side at the, not really a throne, but the, 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 the closest thing, it's just a large wooden chair, um, but it's not actually the Counts. This is where uh, the Lord of the city would sit. He is absent, but the Count is standing there with two of his guards who have uh, thrown down their weapons. Interesting. Hal sees here. He's like, "Oh, we got a gift wrapped present here. I'll take it." Who did the wrapping? It's a good question. I look around for um, uh, what do they call those? It's not uh, perception check. Oh, not a. That's why I was um, investigation check. No, those uh, circles were uh, orange. Apple? It would be like a like a teleportation um, crystal ball? Like a glyph. Like incantation or whatever they call it. Talisman? In this room or it's like mark. a wizard's focus? Yeah, like a mark on the on the floor. Alright, roll a perception oh. check. Like you know what? Central? Since I have a high I perception, like I will also roll no, a perception. When you get like when you get like eight Okay, I'd notice nothing. Or six, you know, clerics yeah. in a circle and they yeah, they, they created a, a focus. A, so a magic a, circle. Yeah, so. yeah, no, no, it's uh, there's a name for it's it. The sand circle. Ten. Yeah, the, uh, you you don't really you don't see anything avert, and uh, you're not attentive enough to see anything that is very minor. Yeah, I uh, only got an eight. All that takes one of the six aside, says. Find Lord Ingram wherever he is and bring him here immediately. And the guy nods and heads down to the stairs. Uh, Hellnath looks at you and goes, We both know, he's speaking a little quieter, not to carry across the room. We both know peace can't be achieved with the Count surviving. I, I, I'm like looking at him and I'm nodding my head, but I'm looking at him with apprehension. <laughs> Like, what's your play here? Because, I actually say, I say, what's your play here? Because the fact that he just got gift wrapped for us, you know, seems a little off to me. It does. Lord Grafton, my lord, knows what needs to be done. But I'm afraid Ingram, when he gets here, won't have the stomach for what must be done. Maybe we never found the Count alive. Are we sure that this is actually the Count and not a body double? I'd like to approach the throne and for, if I, since we have the time they are looking for him, do the 10 minutes to do a ritual for detect magic. Oh. If we have 10 minutes. You can start on it now. I'm start on it now. Okay. Use a divine sense. So... Uh, your divine sense will detect celestials, fiend, or undead uh, that are not behind double uh, total cover. You do not detect any. Yeah, well, no zombies at least. Uh, well, um, yeah, but undead. I was thinking like at the uh, which is what's his name is here. Oh, the harbinger. Yeah. No, well, yeah, I mean, he, would probably be detected because he's like evil and dark and stuff. One of the uh, one of the five guards moves over uh, to uh, the constable, and uh, 
uh, whispers something, and Halneth looks over. He goes, apparently, uh, the Lord of Ardenton and his heir are in custody and apparently a cooperating. Surrender themselves to custody. And it may be why we got in without a fight. Okay. Yeah. So I say to the Count, plead your case for your life. It's like, excuse you, me? What, who are you? Why do you deserve to live? I'm the Count of this valley. And when my remaining forces get here, all of you will be strong on the As walls. As I see it, you're the Count of nothing. You might as well accept your current position <laughs> and at least tell us why you deserve to live. You're the uncount. You can't count nothing. In about two minutes, you won't be able to count your own fingers. Good to How that, like, walks up to your side and goes, why are we even talking about this? There's only a few minutes before Lord Grafton and Ingram get here. Just finish this. Well, then we have a few minutes to determine how they But if they show up, we won't be able to finish this. Something's It'll off. be up to the lords to decide this guy's fate. And tell me... He speak, he speak quickly because if he hesitates, he's going to die quickly. Tell me how, with him alive, we find peace. You know, actually, that strikes a chord in me as a noble cause, and I go up behind him and I slip his throat. <laughs> I'm not sure that's something a paladin would do, <laughs> but I mean, oh, my, my, look at the time. Is my ritual up yet? <laughs> wow. So I guess you're a fallen paladin now. I was just looking to see if I would actually be able to pull it off, but as a righteous move, that would strike a chord in me. As a righteous, what? What are you a paladin of what, again? What, what? He hasn't taken his vow yet. Oh, okay. What are you? I care, care like a neutral, I believe. Uh, well, not anymore. I'm lawful. No, I'm, all, I'm lawful. Oh, if you're lawful, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, no, you definitely. So, I mean, that could change with this act, but. Yeah, I mean. Well, well it is war. I say, okay, say the word. I'll point my, I'll point my weapon at it. Somebody tell me that taking this one life will save me. I mean, he's a, a wounded dog. He, he owns nothing. Everything that he's had or tried to bring, there's nothing left of this shell of a, of a husk. It's, it's pathetic is what you control right now. And right now your life is suspect. And you better be pleading with us even to maintain it. Like you should be happy to even be existing right now. The Count looks over and looks at the situation and he's like, what concessions do you want? Concession of war. Well, you said that your forces are marching down to run us over, right? Yeah, so eventually my allies in the south and west We'll get here. Your allies in the south and west are in complete disarray at the moment. And, or your allies in the south are in complete disarray at the moment. Your allies in the west are blocked off by two of our companies. They're not going to get here as soon as you think they are. They may not get here soon. But you put me in chains and I will get 
the Empire, the Emperor That's himself, chose me to lead this valley. You're so giving I, us I a turn, lot of I reasons turn, to I keep you, to you alive. I turn to you and I go, <laughs> Take his hands. I want to send him to the Emperor. How much time left on that detect magic spell? Because <laughs> I don't know that you're going to make it. Alright, so the you, discussion seems over to me. Like, right. <laughs> you know, it's like first Are you gonna kill the account? Uh say so place him in his chair. I'll get behind the chair. <laughs> oh wow, you're gonna go all theatrical with this, like Alright, so you, you push him back into his chair. Yeah. Uh the uh four of the guards of Lord uh or of Hallnath, the constable, pull back his two bodyguards who try to run to his protection. And he's like who wishes to do the honor? I say roll for it. Let's roll for it. Are there three any us, animals right? here? Like a bird or a pigeon or anything? Not at the... Right, who wants one not in this exact room. Right, Probably so at the top of the keep there might be some... Uh, like uh, message pigeons. You get to do it. You get to do the deed. Who does it? Alright, so you kill him? Yep. Alright, you kill him. He gargles on his blood. Uh, Halnath comes behind you, puts his hand on your shoulder. He's like, that was quite a battle you fought. And just as that, Lord Grafton and Lord Ingram come up the stairs behind you. And uh, the Count is dead at your feet. No, he's in shit. Alright. <laughs> and I already wiped my sword off. Details. <laughs> Details. Good matter. Lord Ingram comes in and he's like, he kind of looks very concerned to see the Count dead. He's like, what? What happened? Victory. He was like this when we got here. He kind of like tilts his head a little. He's like, in his chair? <laughs> <laughs> it's a comfy chair. <laughs> Lord Grafton's like, this isn't really our concern. We got done what we needed to get done. The Count is overthrown. We have his heir and the Lord of Ardenton in our custody. He's like, I suggest we place his son. Uh, it's not even his son. The heir, the Count has a daughter. But the better heir is his brother-in-law's son. Because that's the Count's sister's kid. Um, just gonna throw it out there. Maybe we should dispatch him to heirs too. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no one to rally around. Yeah, well, we gotta leave somebody here to run things. Well, if we kill the heir, while she isn't as good an heir, the Count's daughter is in the other, the capital of his realm, and she will take control if no one else is a better candidate. But if we can control his nephew, we have him in custody, we make him, we make him swear fealty to Ingram as regent, renounce his countship. We have ended this war. Uh, Lord Grafton's like, the Lord uh, Lefric, who is in charge of Ardenton, is the one that proposed uh, a deal 
and he led us into the keep. So the cub's brother. His brother-in-law, yeah. Lord Lefric, you say? Yeah. All right. One could say if it wasn't for Lord Lefric's good deeds to open up the castle keep. What does it say about Lord Lefric's uh, oh, trustworthiness? It doesn't have to say the wrong thing. It just needs to have, have to say the right thing. He proposed a deal. He sounds like an ambitious man that got what he figured wanted. out a way to benefit from the conflict. And what's to say he won't propose a deal to the next person? Which is if we can sense. publicly get the current lord, we, we, we keep our forces here. We get in front of the people, the nephew of the count, <coughs> give up his title, become a baron of Glencroft instead of the count. And swear fealty to Ingram as as a lord or regent under the heir, and have him publicly uh, support the heir's ascension. Then it will be much more difficult for him to convince the people to rally against him. Okay, let's do it. Put this one in the brig. I'm on board. All right. Lord Ingram's like, unfortunately, this is not how I wanted this to happen. He takes a deep breath. He's like, if this brings peace and saves the Valley's people, then it is what we will do. It seems like it's, it's the only way. And so I, You I, finish your ritual. <laughs> there is magic in this room. Darn. There are... Six people radiating magic in this room. Uh -oh. Five guards and one other individual. The, cat, the, the, the other Our guards? No. The well, there's five of the Lion's Army. They're either at the Grafton's forces or, or Ingram's forces. And the there is one other man going. The other constable. Constable Halneth, the one that's been talking with you. How do I let you jump okay. now? Are they all? Are they going to everybody or just to him? No, he just. They're not literally glowing. Okay. He's just. He can detect magic on their body. Hey, guys. Boom! 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 <laughs> boom! Boom! Now. Who is he pointing? I'll point out the five, and then uh, so I say to Grafton Ingram, I was like, like my, I'm like, my lords, take cover. You you there's say that there, there's something nefarious going on here. So you point you point at Halnath. Yeah. As, as you as you're pointing to him, he kind of like just like shoots you a little wink and kind of smiles half his lips, and he's like. And the five guards' chest cavities explode. God damn it. Really? You just did his dirty work, man. Good job. You killed the guy. You killed the guy that the bad guy wanted you to kill. I mean, so basically, the guy that was telling us we had to kill this guy for peace just yeah. turned into an undead horror. Oh. Alright. And probably an agent of the Harbinger. Yeah. It's... It's harbing, harbinger time. 
I'm tired of these motherfucking armatures. <laughs> motherfucking castle. <laughs> Yikes. That could have gone better. Yeah. Oh boy. Is there any way out of here? Oh, uh, the stairs are right behind you guys. That's the only way out? Um, there are, on the wall, murder holes. Um, not big enough for a full human, human body. But big enough for a rat. <laughs> uh, not a rat person, but a literal rat, yeah. So I, I could escape on my own. You could escape, and I'm guessing so can he. Where are the uh, where are the stairs? No, the stairs are behind you guys. Back yeah. here. He's on the other side with the throne. So, where the yeah? Let's just mark the stairs because we'll have to probably book for them. Especially if we've got initiative. If anybody's got a slow initiative, well. I have a seven. Oh. It's kind of slow. Well, I don't know if retreat is an option right now because we can't let this guy out. Yeah. Uh, so the top of the order is Sir Rogar. Naturally. And both of these? They're our friends. That's Lord Ingram and Lord Grafton. These are our friends here? Yeah. They're the two lords that rebelled against the Count. Okay, and then this is us. Yeah. And who can't we let... Go, this guy? Yeah. That is Council Alneth. The one that's been, you've been chatting with. One that we basically gave up all the information to. And this one is who? Those are just the two armed, unarmed bodyguards of the Count. They oh. were being held by your soldiers, but uh, your soldiers, their chest just exploded, exploded as these, oh, okay. these spore, floating spore bags started growing out of them. So we either fight or run, right? All right, I'm going to fight. That's my yeah, idea. you are behind enemy lines. Um, I cast Bless on myself. Well, the Bless, it does not just affect one creature. Um, let me see. I think it's uh, up to three creatures within 30 feet of you. So I get myself. What's your guy's name? Skeet. Skeet. And it gives you a when you roll to attack, you get plus so what do you uh, plus one uh, d four to your attack roll. One time only. Oh, as long awesome. as you're blessed. Wow. How long does blessed last? Ten rounds or until he gets hit hard enough to uh, stop concentrating. What is your motive? Try to keep them talking. Right. Well, you can't attack. That was your turn. Was uh... what? Like yeah. as I'm moving over to, yeah. I'm gonna be saying, it... "What is your motive?" So he turns and looks at you. And goes, "My motive? Haven't you always known my motive?" And you see, like his features start to melt, and they become darker. And you see his ears grow into elven ears, and you see now standing in front of you the harbinger. I knew it! Yep. Okay. 
I'm gonna move here. I'm gonna kind of look at this guy and just be like, you know, like get down, wave him off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, he doesn't look like he wants the he wants to find a way away from here. Huh? He doesn't look like he wants. No, he to doesn't want any trouble with you. This okay. is way over his pay grade. Yeah, yeah he's and looking. Out, his lord so, just died, so he's like he's looking for the stairs. So man. I, yeah, basically, I I wave to him. I'm like, go, <laughs> you know, and then uh, and then I'm going to. Um, because he's in with him, do I get a sneak attack or no? Or, uh, cause he's kinda, no, cause you, he's, you can use your sneak attack, no advantage. No advantage, okay. Yeah. Alright, so... With the bow. Alright, if you fire an arrow, <laughs> and it just like clanks in the wall behind him. Right, so... Um, yeah, 11 would do it, right? Yeah. yeah. Alright. He just, he just kind of looks at you and goes, You guys have been very convenient and very troubling at the very same time. You see his body shifts and becomes very smoky. As he becomes into this beast that looks more shadow than creature. Oh, well, I guess it's good that we have a magical sword now. <laughs> and uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. It's going to suck when said guy with magical sword gets taken down right now. Oh, wow, that's a pretty good roll. Oh, nice. I got an 18. Plus his wisdom modifier, I'm guessing. Alright, so he, he lets out a dreadful scream. Uh, but you are not frightened. And he seems to be Sliding to your side. Just trying to head for the murder holes. Alright, well. That fire breath potion. That probably damage him. If you, you want before. Oats to use the fire breath? Um, so, how does it, does that work like the. Like, like, um, like, what's the range on that? It'd be the same as going fire, but for the most part, right? Probably. Uh, you never used one before, but uh, it actually only targets one person at a time. Okay. You have a you, lot of these little you, you spit, things. You spit a puff of fire, uh, but if you want to use it, you can use it. I'll leave it up to you guys to make that decision. Otherwise, we'll just use one of his normal spells. I don't know. I feel like we should wait because we don't know... Like, if his body is even, like, tangible, I don't yeah. know if the spell will actually connect to anything. That's what I'm worried about. Like, if, like you throw the potion at him and it just passes No, no, through, it does, you don't wall. throw it. Okay. You drink it. Oh, and, and then, then you he just... can start breathing fire. Okay, so it's not like a napalm grenade. Okay. How many charges are in that potion? Uh, you can use it three times or after an hour it expires, whatever comes first. Oh, I'm sure, given the circumstances, he would be completely for this. He's going to kill us, turn one of us into a zombie. Yeah. I mean, that could still play a zombie. Wait. How many of those little spore things are there? The numbers on the dice uh, indicate this. how many. Well, pseudo. There's eight of them. Eight of them, okay. How big are they? 
Uh, Are they like basketballs, footballs? We'll push them out the uh, window. No, I'm thinking like maybe we could lock them with the hole with them by stuffing them in there. Oh, uh, they are about four feet across. Uh, uh, so you can't get them in the rear hole. Damn it. They are actually a lot bigger than I thought they were. <laughs> My concern is what happens when we like attack these things. Because if they're actual spores, are they going to release some sort of toxic gas when Probably. they? That's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> well, it's oats. Do you want him to use the potion? Or just use his normal spell? No, just do it. Just do it. Do it. Yeah, just do it. Alright. So that is a bonus action. Alright, Bobby. Roll 46. Quaffs the potion, spits it first the fire, and you see the, the the shadow of his body coil from the blast, and you can hear the hiss as some of it's like burned off by the flame. Hot enough. So this guy's like, I want out of here. He comes, he pulls his dagger, he stabs the spore. The spore explodes. Oh, no. As you see, it released a burst of poisonous gas when it popped. Oh, man, do we want to try to push the spores into the dude? Throw some daggers. That's exactly what I was going to do. Well, this guy disengages after seeing that. Lord Grafton, come, Regent. We must be out of here. And they go down the stairs. They're not going to take this guy with them and hold him? Uh, they're... They don't know what they're up against. Yeah. And it's a tough call. I'm, I'm thinking we want those windows to be as open as possible so that the gas doesn't fill the room and kill us. Well, it's only a burst. It doesn't create a lingering. Okay, so it's cloud. not like a, like a did, fog cloud. Did it seem like it was a five foot burst? It was a 20 foot burst. Oh my Something. goodness. Oh no. Yes, could still get out. Leave you behind. Never. I'll figure it out. I say with my words as my feet are turning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Duffin. Um. Well, so I have an idea, but the problem is, is I may hit everyone in the room with it. If you're trying, you're thinking of entangle. That won't work. No, no let's let's go. I, I can. I, I memorize thunder wave. It'll push them back. Well, yeah, thunder wave isn't that big. Okay, but I wouldn't hit them, right? Because I'm pushing it forward. Yeah, these, yeah. these would end up here. 
All right, I'm gonna try that and hope it's enough. Which would mean that I, I might take, actually. I might take some damage, but I'd rather take. Mm. I'll, I'll take. I'm fine. Good. Party. My hand. Make it clap. I mean, how far back does it push him? Uh, ten feet. That's gonna put him. So if we explode that dude, the poison will hit him, but not him. So, yeah. Good luck, Jerry. Well, it's, I think it's a save. Oh, good. Yes. Bad luck, yeah. Bad luck, John. <laughs> well, y'all could hold your breath. Well, yeah, obviously, I, I'm not going to just go out and do this. I'm yelling to everyone, brace yourselves. I'm doing something stupid again. Casting Thunder Wave. All right, that is a con save for these guys. And they are not that sturdy. Well, that's my assumption after watching the first interaction. So I figured that was probably the best spell that I have at my disposal to use against them. But it does no damage, right? No, it does damage. 2d6. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, everyone hold your breath. Hold my breath. So, that's... Yeah, but that's pressure. It might not have punctured them. No, they also take electric damage. Yeah. No, so no they, take, they take thunder damage. Yeah, yeah okay. whatever that is. So they burst? Yeah, I'm guessing. Yes. Does the harbinger take whatever damage? Alright, uh, so you give me. Let's see. Another one. <laughs> Alright, you only get hit by one, so give me a constitution save. Constitution? A lot. Awesome. Um, 14. Alright. So, the spores have embedded themselves into your body. In 20 <laughs> hours, unless cured, you will explode as you release uh, 2d4 of these things from your body. <laughs> Alright, roll. Alright. So it's a, just a d20? Yep, it's a constitution saving throw. So what does it mean when I have resistance? I've been trying to look that up. You take half damage. Okay. Oh, jeez. Wow. Did you roll? Two. Plus two. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you take five damage. 
because you are uh, resistant to poison. And roll a 1d12. Why did I do it? No, nine. Okay, nine. And what's your eight? Uh, what's your constitution? Uh, fourteen. So in twenty-three hours, if not cured, Duffin will die. In twenty hours, if not cured, uh, Bob will die. Yep, this was a dumb move. I down no more. Paul Jammer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, double dagger the main guy, I would imagine. Or I can just leave, like a, like a mark. Um, that's 20, 30. That's not bad. You can move away and try to pop something not next to someone. Well, yeah, except that's close to someone. That's close to these two guys. Well, if uh, you move, you can pop this one and only hit him. Turn <laughs> about fair play. So, well, no, well, he's he, he takes the least amount of damage from them. Yeah, I'm uh, resistant. Pump my little Luigi legs. He's already spored. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Once you're infected, you're infected. And then double dagger throw. All right. Let him free. Dagger one. That's... You, you you go to that one. It's all terrible, sir. It's, it's, it's just, it's all bad. Uh, the second dagger without the bonus on it is going to have, is that plus four? So this four's AC is five. Oh, you hit it. Oh, I hit it then. Except for the one. Except for the one. So <laughs> once. You like the first dagger you're pulling out of your, your and it just kind of goes up it's before so you can like. Turn your your hand that way. Like you pull your phone out too fast. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is so barn like. I hate this. Um, actions. Oh, are they multiplying? No, I'm just. <laughs> okay. That's four damage. Okay. You pop it. Uh, give me a Constitution saving throw, Duffin. All right. They they are small enough. Your frog could eat them. <laughs> I, I had that thought. <laughs> but I, I, you could contain it within yourself. It's only when you fail you get fucked. No, I mean, if I keep rolling twos. It's mathematically impossible. And uh, since you are the last one to go, roll me a 1d4. Me? Yeah, that's a vehicle. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. That's a two. Now what happens? More spores? Uh, the dead are rising. The these are the guards with the empty chest cavities. They stand back up. Huh. If you don't notice, the Harbinger is an evil druid. Yeah, well, what I've noticed is that maybe uh, the Count 
did not commit any crimes at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thinking we're on the wrong side of the fence on this one. And, and the Harbinger was at the field that day. Yeah. Uh, whoopsie doodles. I don't add my decks for that one, right? So that'd be uh, 15 with the blessed. Uh, you hit him with Rager. Okay. Was the bust doing assist to hit, right? Or is it damage? To hit. So. Oh, shoot. No, I still, I still get the plus to hit. I just don't get plus damage, right? On the dagger? Yeah. Oh, okay, so then it was a 20 for the dagger. Okay. So, but for this, for the sneak attack and the rapier. I did uh, 10 damage, and now the dagger, another 2 damage, 12 total. Alright, he is uh, disengage. He's getting very flimsy. You see him glide down out of the murder hole. And, uh, can still spit at him from here. Tempting. Tempting. So he basically just escaped on us. Well, yeah, but he's not... Yeah, still... His move is still going down. Duffin. So... Oh, sorry. So we got spores here, here, and here. We got this thing One here. Zombie. And then he's... You could try to damage him while he's in the courtyard with a ranged spell. So how far... So if I make it to here, how far away would he be? Uh, he is uh, five stories below you. So about 60 feet, maybe a little more. So you could probably damage him this round, but not after that. Or, or try to entangle him or something, but... I know what I'm gonna do. It's kind of crazy, so it's gonna be interesting. So I'm gonna go over to the murder hole. All right, so you look down, you see that he has landed, and you see where he's landed, there are five horses. Four of them have riders, and they appear to be waiting for him. All right. Uh, oh, it's 30 feet, so that's probably not enough, right? No, uh, he's farther than that. All right, then I guess I have to go with Entangle. Because that is 90. And that would definitely hit. <laughs> could book it down the stairs. Is that what you guys want to do? Yeah, I mean, why stay here and die to the freaking spores? Of course, someone will have to protect me while I hold him. Yeah. Do you have to be looking at him? Yeah, it's a concentration. Well, no, once I throw the spell on the ground, it remains there, but I still have to maintain concentration. Right. So as long as I don't get hit or so, yeah, disrupt... As long as you are the second one out the door, so you're in the middle of the path in case we come across anything else, so you're not the first All right, so you throw it down. You see all the vines come up. His four other riders that were waiting for him, you see them get completely entangled in it. And you see the uh, the, uh, the the vines uh, fail to entangle him. Damn! Damn. 
That sucks. But it does make the ground encumbered where he's at, right? Well, it, yeah, it doubles his movement. Yeah, but if I turned into a dire wolf, I'd have a movement of 50. So that would probably be the better play, I'm guessing. Since I can't fly. Yeah, you didn't take Featherfall? No, I, that's not a spell I have access to. At least not at my level, as far as I'm aware. Could have, but I'm out of spell slots as bards. Damn it. Alright, so basically, so I'm gonna shift into a dire wolf and like make a mad dash down the stairs and hope that I can get to him. Okay. Yeah, so you'd have 100 feet movement? Pretty much. Yeah, so you'd, you'd actually have like 70. 70 feet. You'd probably actually be on the ground floor. Uh, you can be on the second floor. The only problem with being a dire wolf is I don't know if you've ever went on a castle tour. <laughs> uh, those spiral staircases and keeps aren't really meant for a creature of uh, uh, a dire wolf stature. They are not pleasant as a just a human to navigate quickly. Fair enough. Uh, then we are two paw jammers. Sixty feet, double move, trying to get down these stairs as fast as I can. Alright, so you are uh you can I was on the fourth. Alright, uh, I will allow you to get down to the first floor. That's perfect. Oh. Ow. Big stinky one up there. Okay, I got here. Okay, first floor. Nope, oh, one of them managed to get up. Sir Rogar. Same thing. Full speed. Uh, you were down with uh, Pod Jammer on the first floor. Skeet? I am going to move down to, to where Duffin's direwolf is. And I'm going to Draw my bow, I'm hopping on, and I'm gonna ride Duffin out. Alright. Ready in action with my bow. Yeah, you you're you're small <laughs> enough. I could you can ride. You can catch it you can uh, catch a ride. Alright. He's out of sight. Damn. And Oats uses his channel divinity, and they move away as he turns on them. Oh, nice. I guess he will then go down to uh, the third floor. Uh, he's going to be on the he's going to be on the fourth floor because he uh, took an action. 
Not dash down there. Alright, uh so he used his channel divinity. Capture one of these guys. Smart. Kind of where the fortress is at. Duffin. I'm still going at full speed trying to catch this guy. to it. My car my I'm in a dire wolf form. I have all advantages on hearing and smelling, so gives me a huge bonus to perception checks. I might be able to track them if I'm lucky. I guess I'm gonna be a, a, a rat riding a, a wolf riding rat for a little while. So well, I mean if I had turned into a mastiff, I don't know. Maybe we could have gone even faster. Didn't even think about that. So you guys leave in the throne room. You abandon there's Four huddled in the corner from the turn. Zombies just sitting there, and two floating spores in that room. <laughs> yeah, we can come back. Not we'll the most heroic <laughs> retreat, but you know. All right, so he's he's out of my line of sight now, or yeah. All right, so I am going to use my keen sense of smell and hearing to see if I can keep giving chase in the direction that he went. Okay. So, here we go. Oh, fuck! Come on! That's three twos in a row! You cannot uh, distinguish. You do notice out of the... It's not hard to smell, but the other riders uh, are orcs. Oh! That's not good. Yeah, those things do some damage. Yeah, orcs are bad. Are you gonna are you gonna move anywhere or are you gonna come around the corner or where Wait, are you did, gonna... you, did you move at all or no? Well I'm still moving in the direction of where Because you're now on the map. So move where you wanna move. But remember in that corner is your your cluster of the uh entangle. Alright, so where does it begin? Alright, so I'm right up to the edge of it. Sniffing around, trying to see if I can get this guy. Okay, so I guess that triggers my bow. Yep. You can fire. The, um, the, the guys that are still entangled are giving advantage. Okay, so I'm going to fire at this guy. Okay. Um, use it. Okay, sneak attack with it. Yep. As long as you have advantage, you yeah, always have sneak attack. I gotta remember that. Um, am I still blessed? Yes, I am. So yes, so you add a 1d4. So that's. So it's a 15, 17 on the orc. That definitely hits. Two daggers that leaf all 
Okay, roll it. That is, well, that's plus four, so that's 17 and a 15. All right, that both hits. Okay. And you have advantage on both of those too, so. Oh, cool. So, oh, 20 on one of them. Okay, right. you got nice. a crit. So are they both at the wounded guy? Uh, or, yes. Okay. So that's five plus two, that's seven on the first uh, dagger. And then one on the, so that's eight total. Uh, you throw two of the daggers out of the arrow, and the vine just holds his body sitting there. Nice. And he stops struggling. Yes. Uh, then it is... Back to the top of the order. It is their turn. Strength. Man, he does not get it. They run off into the distance. Sirogar. Is there anything left to kill? Just yeah, one guy who can't fight back. Well, he can fight back. He just can't move at long. Oh, is he prone? No, he's just entangled. Oh, okay. He, oh. He's standing, but he's giving an advantage, and he has disadvantage. Because he's on lethal. There's no way he's going to talk. to uh, knock him unconscious or tie him up with the rope. Okay. Ski. Do you announce that plan? Yeah. As I'm coming by these guys. <laughs> tie him up with the rope so we can find out where these bastards are. I'm going to ready in action just in case Duffin decides to press on the pursuit. Yeah, I'm going to give him one more shot on my turn, see if I can see where he went. So what are you going to do, see? Uh, He's readying his action. I'm just ready oh, right Yeah. Was it, were they pretty squishy? Did we just kill someone just like put like that? Uh, well, the two of them escaped. They eventually got out. Uh, he's down in the courtyard now. Um, and then they, they did kill. One of the one of the orcs is dead, entangled into the veins, vines. We could just kill both of them and then tie them up and then cure one of their wounds. You mean raise the well, dead? No. Um, and we could try to intercept one of the other orcs too. That ran off. Yep. But I mean, it's up to you. Like, because if I'm not going to ready an action, if you're not going to tie them up. If you're not going to tie him up, I'm going to try to shoot him and kill him. Yeah, come and kill him. I'll tie him up, and then I'll treat his wounds. I'll stop from back. Go for it. All right. I'm not ready in action. Okay. And I'm going to sneak attack with the bow. Uh, that's 
Alright, that hits. Obviously, releasing the spell since there's no longer any purpose to it. Okay. And then I'm going to make one more attempt to try and see if I can discern the direction of this guy or the orcs. So, it's nine with advantage plus uh, three. So, yeah, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Alright, you, you chase after. Um, you do catch the scent. Yeah, not necessarily his. But the orcs aren't that hard. Uh, you do catch one of the orcs uh, if you want to attack him as he's running. Are you still riding me? Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Well, he, he didn't ready in action, so. Okay, so this is basically just me making a bite yeah. attack. Uh, nine plus six. That hits. So that's 2d6 plus four. Dire Wolf is 2d6 plus 3. Okay. Oh, wow. What did you get? So I got uh, 13. Uh, and then he... And he... You severely wound him. And you trip him, him in the process. So um, I basically pounce on him. Uh, you knock him to the ground. Uh... And uh, the, the last orc uh, that is running in front of him uh, throws down his great axe and kneels in front of you and puts his hands behind his head. <laughs> Assumes the position. Could be a wrong assumption on his end. I want to speak orcish. Mm, I might. I asked if they speak common. Yes. Be prepared to speak a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I mean, at least we might be able to figure out where he was going. Since we got some captures. We may want to send word to someone to clean up the mess in the, the upstairs. Keep, you know, maybe a cleric or a flamethrower. Yeah, so you 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 uh you warn uh there's soldiers milling around now, uh now that Lord uh, Lord Ingram and Grafton have uh gained some security. Uh eventually they come over to you uh uh and you, you explain what happened and, and they gather some forces safely to try to go up there with like tower shields coming in and like fucking firebomb. Uh, alchemist fire to, to put these things out. Can I add something to that? What would you say? Can I add to what we tell him? You can, you can add more. Okay, so I make it a point to express that I don't believe it was the Count on the battlefield that day, and we believe it was the Harbinger. And that the Count never had any intentions of, of what went down. 
we learned from the Harbinger before he escaped that the regent of this city had struck a deal. And I don't know if it was with you or if it was with the Harbinger. So we need to question him. We will. Uh, Lord Grafton is like, I had no idea that my constable was the Harbinger. He must have been the outsider, the the one uh, sermon of Graf. We trusted him because he was a follower of the Graf. Um, but he, the outsider, has been imprisoned for uh, over a millennia. Mm-hmm. You might want to check that prison. Uh, I don't think he's in it anymore. <laughs> uh, we will clear that. Lord Ingram, he. He, he kind of looks a little defeated of what happened. Um, he feels, he kind of like, it don't take much of a sense motive to realize he feels kind of played. Uh, Join the club. And he, though he's, he's like, I appreciate everything you've done and I do not hold it against the scaled company. Uh, I have, I have plans for your commander. And he turns to Sir Bargar and uh, a, a nearby, like, you know, just like, you know, there's some trees in the courtyard. He, he reaches up, he grabs a, like a, like a, a light branch, just one of them, like a, like a little, like twig that long. And he hands it to you. And then uh, he looks over and his constable uh, goes into his belt pouch and, uh, Hands you this. What is this for? He's like, it is a response to your request, and in light of your actions, the uh, the regent has decided to uh, give you an answer to your request. Thank you for everything you've done. Uh, we will set up a uh, coronation for the new Baron of Grencroft and we will set up a process of establishing Lord Ingram as the region of the valley. Wow. The Harbinger also seems very interested in the, in the air. I don't don't think we've seen the last of him. I'm guessing uh, in our downtime we'll be able to cure our um, Dungeons and Dragons equivalent of uh, super herpes? Uh, well, uh, maybe uh, you don't automatically heal that. Uh, you need uh, the magic of a priest that's more powerful than you guys. So, uh, Are we going to be able to get to one of those in a 24-hour period? <laughs> well, 20, then you might, you might want to Maybe go to ask first and... Maybe visit the. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I feel like. Well, like Pithurst, to... you're not going to make it to Pithurst. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I would like to then, ask now if there's someone that could uh, maybe. You're cure. in. You need a healer? Yeah, we were uh, afflicted with spores from uh, those creatures that he summoned from the dead. He. Uh, uh, the Baron turns to uh, his constable. Algwinden said, uh, 
whenever possible. Um, make sure uh, Olivia is informed and that uh, they are given access to her. And he nods to the Lord and he's like, good luck. If you find anything of use, he kind of like gestures over to the orcs on the ground. Let us know if you get any intel that is of use. What request did you make? I don't remember. <laughs> that, that was out of game. Oh, was it? Okay. We have a... Ladies, we have a uh, base of operations. Nice. We now own the haunted mansion. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Glad I didn't burn it down then. <laughs> and every curse that comes with it. So, as long as we go into the Haunted Mansion with the warning doll, we should be okay. Right? You mean the warning doll that we left behind? Yeah, but it's our warning doll. <laughs> it's our warning doll now, man. That is true. Well, I'm glad we'll be able to cure our soup or her base. Well, I'll just be hanging on the base then. So, so uh, you guys uh, make it. You. Oh, Harbinger. Oh, you smooth. We'll get you if it's the last thing we do. Except this time he escaped. For real. But the war is over. Peace is brought to the realm. And a transfer of power seems correct at this point. Was it messy? Yes. Do we have regicide in our ranks? Of course. Can we live with ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Do we have our own realm? A knight? Someone noble on our side? Thank you for listening to Dungeonetics. We can be reached at Dungeonetics at gmail.com, Dungeonetics on Twitter, Dungeonetics on Instagram, Dungeonetics at freesounds.org, Dungeonetics on our Facebook page. The music you heard in the beginning was provided by Kellen. A wonderful contribution by James Brown. And of course, Drop Party. Don't forget the music that you are currently hearing. Provided by Virus of Ideals. All of which can be found on Bandcamp, Spotify, or YouTube, or whatever sort of Googleization that you want to find. Check them out. They're artists. And remember, adventurers, each inside every one of you is a little adventurer just wanting to get out. You may not know it yet. You may have thought, what good could I ever do? Well, be it from letting someone go first at a traffic stop to picking up some trash, you are appreciated. And have a great day. Oh, and listen to this. I assume you take the however many orcs you want to take captive. Um, yeah, the the one I injured and the one they gave up will interrogate. See right. what we can so get you take of. them as captives to uh, take information. 
uh, in the baggage train of the forces. Um, now that the, the Lion's army has pretty much occupied this. Wait a minute, could we also search the bodies of the other two orcs just to see what they had on them? Maybe yeah, you can something. search. They, they, okay. they, uh, um, they have tribal insignia. Um, uh, a different, this like, almost kind of looks like a very crude symbol of like a snowflake kind of, but kind of like drawn or etched into like uh, leather and a, a wooden buckle like an orc would etch, not like so pretty. Sloppy. Yeah. Split, little, little sloppy crew. Uh, and uh, in the baggage train is a, a few priests of the dual divinity. Uh, the head priest from uh, Lindbury. And she is capable of curing your disease. Oh my god, she's my new best friend. Where is, where was that? Uh, they're gonna get cured. Yeah, we're not gonna die from our D&D herpes. herpes. 